BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. So this is Pop Culture Hour, not to be confused with Happy Hour. Although pop culture does make us all happy and so does wine. So do what you want. Welcome back to Pop Culture Hour, uh, Dracar's bitches. God, I need to I need to remember to bring that back every now and then. You know, just like <laughs> sprinkle it in. I don't want it to die. Okay, I get it. I'm here. I get it. It's like it's the hey girl hey. Of it yeah, all. It's, I get it. It's the hey girl hey. Except there's an element of cringe to mine. There's not an element of cringe to hey girl hey. You don't think there's an element of cringe to hey girl hey? I I hope there isn't because it's I can't shake it no matter what, and I don't mm. want to shake it. But I feel like maybe it's cringy. Taylor, it's timeless. Thank girl. <laughs> Thank you. It's like a timeless. crisp white button down. Yes, that's what hey girl hey is. <laughs> you know what Dracarys bitches is? Yeah. It's a statement necklace. Oh, <laughs> one, one of the ones that you made that I bought. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what Dracar's bitches is. But like, you know, th- you're still kind of curious about the statement necklace. Like, will it come back? Won't exactly. it come back? So exactly. like, that's how, you know, I don't want Dracar's bitches to fully die. You know, you keep so, it like in a box, like in the office, could like, w- w- like maybe it will come back in style. Yes. You never know. I got you. Okay, you guys, I am here with the one, the only, mm. my best friend, my my mentor. She makes me better. <laughs> She's my my traveling partner. Keep going. My touring partner. <laughs> <laughs> the godmother to my future unborn baby. Oh, oh my God. This is amazing. What a resume I have. I'm, she just, I'm incredible. Not to bring attention to it, but she just reached 100K on Instagram. <laughs> The one and only Taylor Strecker. Oh my God. I, I love that. I love can that we, so much. Can we talk about how I Let, feel like we need to talk about it? Okay. Reaching okay. 100K. Yes. You guys, all Taylor wanted was to reach 100K on Instagram. And like, this has been her goal since like before my wedding, since like forever. Uh huh. And so, like, we have like tried to like get there, and she finally made it. And now she's scared to talk about it or bring attention to it because of all the trolls that follow her they get, that are going to go and quickly unfollow her to make her dip back below 100k. Correct. Do you want me to tell Which you will exactly happen. where I am? Yeah, it will happen. Just FYI, it happens to me. It happens to everyone. You always you get you you hit the number that you want. And then some people notice it and the trolls rally around each other and they like start a little message board or group chat or an email chain. And then like they all unfollow you. But don't worry, you'll be back up to 100K. So just know that it's okay to to dip. I think I can do it. I think I can finally celebrate. You really? Why? 100,000 and 114. I feel like that's enough wiggle room. I don't know, Tay. (laughs) I don't know. know. There are 114 trolls out there. That's absolutely fucking true. There are. I'm I will sorry. say, there. I call my trolls. I have, I know where they are. I know who all of them are. Well, I guess that makes me sound crazy because Wait, that, I couldn't talk crazy. <laughs> How do you know that? Do you know that, like, for, to, for me, it's a mystery. I have no idea. I could be like DMing with one of the trolls and I don't even know it because there's like a oh, good, no, like, 10 people that like yeah. I'll DM with that I know are like followers and listeners, maybe more, maybe more than 10. And like, for all I know, they could hate me. <laughs> So I, I've done the same, but I know exactly who I'm dealing with. And some of my trolls I do interact with, but like, I know, and they don't know, I know, and I get fucking off on that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, that makes me, no, <laughs> I don't like it. 
kill him with kindness. But I yeah. will say, I call my like true cohort of trolls the unfab 25. There's literally 25 of them. I know what their names are, where they live, what their children's names are, their social security numbers, and where their husbands work. And I'm going to get your husbands fired. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You come for me. I come for you. No, but I know, like, I have a general idea of, like, who's who. And it's, and I can figure it all out from Facebook. So there's, like, a Facebook page for the Taylor Strecker show. And when I say my trolls, they're for the Taylor Strecker show specifically. Like, okay. I'm sure I have way more on Instagram. I'm sure I have way more from Taste of Taylor. Like, but these right. are, like, the OG, right. fully committed <laughs> fucking trolls. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. And um, I, there's some that are just like mean to me on every platform and I almost respect them more because I'm like, you're a consistent bitch. Consistent, you know, like I want to know what to expect from you, you know, even if it's bad shit. <laughs> yeah, but there are some that think that I don't know and bitch, I know. God. And joke's on you. So anyway, but yeah, so I, I knew I had to get over 25, 100,025 in order to celebrate. I figured 100,000 and 100 was safe, but you're right. Maybe I should wait till 101,000. I mean, I honestly feel like what is safe for you is to like, yeah, get to five hundred thousand. You're correct. You're correct. You're correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but this is the thing, you know, celebrating with like balloons and a cake and shit. That's done. That's very millennial. No, I'm not going to do that. And even if I didn't think they would drop, I still would like to believe I wouldn't do that. Um, but like, do you know, like, first of all, thank you for helping me get to 100 because you specifically spearheaded this for me and my dreams. You're so welcome. You know, you know, whatever. Why didn't we think to like buy your followers? Oh, no, I guess I it doesn't have. count. Do people oh, do that anymore? I, I am so sure so many people I like know have and it makes me so angry that they got away with it. First of all, I don't get away with anything. I would 110% get fucking caught if I did something like that. Meanwhile, oh, no, that's how that's how I felt, Taylor. No, because there nope. were like a few times, you know, when like I would dip that I like contemplated that I was like, should yeah. I just buy some? Because like this is not this is looking bleak. And then I'm like, I 100% will be one of those people where the trolls that are all like trying to get me to lose followers yeah. will notice and yep. they will be like, no, Stassi, somebody who buys followers. So like I never I could never never like hop on that bandwagon but I, I thought about it you know like in high school there's people that are like cooking meth in their parents fucking basement no one fucking knows no meanwhile I, we like <laughs> smoke like fucking oregano in a goddamn yeah. post-it and we get arrested yeah. that's how our lives go that's why we're besties yes good point we good get away point. with nothing you know what it's also because we're good people that we don't like secrets we don't hold secrets True. we don't like having skeletons in our closet because nope. we like to like live out loud so that yes. like no one can have anything on us i just i don't like the burden of having something that like oh if people find this out about me Like I'm going to get in trouble or like I'm done for. I hate living like that. I'd rather just like offer up the information to get myself in trouble first. Yep. Yep. I always used to tattle on myself. Yes. Then be discovered. I just can't. I can't handle it. But I did twice. Twice. I said to my agent, I will buy followers. And she said, I swear to God, I will kill you. She said, I will throw your algorithm off. Please, please don't do it. Because even though your numbers are small, they are mighty. So I always followed that, but it was tough at some points when I saw like people flying past me who I fucking knew yeah. were not flying past me. Yeah. But alas, here we are. But like now I'm almost like, can I celebrate? Because it's such like, like every, like all my friends are like oh, 250 minimum, uh, 500, a million, millions. Like I'm like, I can't even celebrate 100K. It's just like, what it's does risky. 100K represent to you? Risky. I mean, what does it represent to me? Like, is it like when people see 100K, are they like, oh, she's legit? Yeah, like, I think you're absolutely. But I also think that like over, I, I would say like over, I don't know, even lower than that, I think is legit. Like when That's you're like, so um, nice. what when it is what you do, like right. as like a podcaster, a radio host, I think that, God, if like 40,000 is legit. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, God, I, it's so nice. Yeah, I think you had to build that yourself. You didn't have a reality show to just like throw you out there. Like you had to build that yourself. And I will say your Instagram's not that good. So I can't believe you've even gotten to 100K. <laughs> you're There's like, like honestly, no aesthetic. incredible. <laughs> what? You're like, you're quite frankly doing no, you incredibly. Are. You are. Considering. Because, considering your, your Instagram is so fugly. Like, there's no theme Everyone's or Everyone's Instagram is fugly now. You're the it. only one with a pretty Instagram. You're the only one left. 
for real. Everybody does reels, and it's just like no. Memes, I know. I am the millennial that. that still cares about you know, whether the photos flow together when someone clicks on my on my Instagram page. I will say this: I've been told it's chuggy. It is chuggy. I know. But 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 but. I have deep envy for it. And now I'm too far gone. I have such... If you really scroll through my Instagram, you will see the journey I have been on. It's psychotic. Because like I just go in chunks. So there was a while where like it was all white with like typing because I was like writing memes. I know you were. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Those are the dark days. I know, I know, I know. I I just... (laughs) There's just something that drives me crazy about the way that looks when I click on someone's page. Like I just can't fucking stand it and I don't care how chuggy it makes me that I still care about what my photos look like no. like when I post a reel I don't let the the like main image be of something on the reel I have like a, to put a, a photo picture on it a cover picture because I just the aesthetic matters you I treat my Instagram page like my home like a gallery wall like the gallery wall in my dining room that's how I treat my Instagram page I want people to go there and be like art Honestly, it is. It's it's like a beautifully curated magazine of your life. And I respect it. Thanks. But here's the thing, too. You're in a position, numbers-wise, where you can choose your choice. I am like a pathetic loser being like, what is going to get the numbers up? So I just have to <laughs> lean the fuck in. So that's why my whole page is just a slop fest. Well, honestly, it's a testament to you and you. the fact that 100,000 people still want to follow you after you. that monstrosity of a page. <laughs> thank you. And let me say very, very pointedly, thank you to this audience, because I genuinely believe the Khaleesi's mm-hmm. got me over the threshold between I, being on Pop Culture Hour with you and tour single handily. And the other credit I'll give is to the toast. Claudia, just Jackie, say. the toasters. All y'all guys did it, so thank you. I can't speak to toasters because I don't know them, but like my fucking Khaleesi's, when I say that I have the best group of listeners, they're all so fucking nice. I'm telling you, when I hear about like other like listener groups and like how they can just be so savage, like peace, love and harmony over here at Straight Up with Stassi. Like who would have thought? It makes me so jealous. And how? I don't know. You know what? Because underneath it all, I'm a good person. I'm just facilitating. I can attest. It's true. It's a true story. I don't know. Deep down underside, underneath this sweet facade, I am just a fucking terror. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners know. They can tell. They can sense what the true vibe is. I know we've talked about this before, but I will say, because I talked about it with you and Claudia, and I'm trying to rebrand the brand that I like. I I single-handedly destroyed the own brand of my listeners, and that's my fault, and I apologize. I got too caught up in the 25, the unfab 25, I let them represent everybody. So then when I talk to you and Claudia, all I do was complain. And so it's my own fault. Like you and Claudia have every right to feel the way you did or do because I'm the one that told you only the negative. Right. Oh, so you do have nice followers. I mean, nice listeners. I hate the word followers. Okay. So I, I need to undo the damage I've done. And to my peeps, to my hey girl, hey girls, I'm sorry. I love you. You're my boys, Blue. But I will say... (laughs) That for a while, I was in a really dark, ugly place. And radio me was like very nasty and very catty. And I remember when I was kind of coming out of like, why do, like, why are like some of my listeners attacking me? I was like, oh, I led by example. Like, it's mm-hmm. my fault. Like, if I was giving negative energy, of course, that's what I'm... It's going to mirror me. So yeah. um, I want to take responsibility Thank all over you. the map. And just say that like... I see my I, I see my hey girl hey girls and you guys are a fucking vibe and I just need to focus on the positive not the negative and that's the way I'm going to live my life. You know what? If Tom Sandoval could have just you know has shown up to the reunion and said exactly what you said, <laughs> world Literally. would be very different right now. Accountability is everything. You know? it really is. I'm an I saw Tom queen. Schwartz over the weekend. I feel like. I'm- <gasps> I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. But like, I, we hadn't seen him in five months and he came by to see us in Hartford. And? And I was like, Schwartz. I was like, when we're on tour, <laughs> like, if I bring you up, I get booed by my own listeners. By my own listeners. I was like, can I give you some fucking advice? Stop doing everything that you're doing. You literally have done everything wrong. Like, I understand everything. you were put in a really tough situation. A, a, Fair. A, um, because of your friend. So like, you need to, 
you need to take a look at while why you're riding so hard for someone who's fucked you over and over and over and over. And he seemed to really realize that. But I was like, Schwartz, it's time for you to just take accountability. Kiss the ring. Bend the fucking knee. Like literally just you are wrong. Sorry, but you have been wrong. And so like this whole justifying it or 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 trying to just be like, well, Katie, this or so and so this, like, no. Like I know you need to hire me to be what? I'll I'll, I'll come aboard too. I got him. Here's the thing. It's so interesting because a lot of times nice people, and I'm using air quotes, you guys can't see it, but well, you can tell by my inflection, nice people are actually the most fucked up because mm-hmm. their number one concern is that everyone thinks they're nice, not mm-hmm. necessarily being nice. And of course they want to be nice at their core, but sometimes to make sure everybody thinks that you're nice makes you not nice at all. It makes you selfish. And that's Schwartz. And you know, I love Schwartz, but that's been what Schwartz's whole bag is like, Oh, blah, blah. Oh, everybody. What? Mm-hmm. Like he's very, like he just wants, and I know this to be true because my wife has been for long. That's why Schwartz and my wife were like magnetic to each other. Yeah. They have a lot of similarities, but because of therapy and me berating her verbally, we've now gone to her do a different place. But like, even when we would fight sometimes, she would be like so concerned about the fight was about like my feelings being hurt and her fight would be like, I did nothing wrong because I'm so nice. And I'm like, in uh-huh. you fighting for you being nice, you're being yeah. so mean because validating yeah. people's feelings is actually nice. Not telling someone that you're nice when they've told you, you hurt me. Correct. Correct. I just think that he hasn't really learned that yet, but he will he over will. time. I just like, you got to just take accountability. You got to say, I'm sorry. Like you don't always need to be the right one. You don't always need to be the one that like, it's okay that you fucked up. It's yeah. okay. Yes. Like, but you got to like, be sorry. You got to like, own you, you. Again, take accountability. It's just, yeah, it's a... Accountability and empathy are the most important things in being a human being. Totally. Let's talk about one of my favorite sponsors in the whole world because it's such a big part of my life, Liquid IV. You guys, Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Let me explain because I have been using this for years and years and years. I drink Liquid IV like literally I feel like more times a day than you probably should, okay? What it does is in just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. So it's like drinking two bottles of water instead of just one, okay? So I used to do this when I was drinking a lot. Like I would always have liquid IV right before bed. Um, I was never hungover. I would drink it when I woke up in the morning and I would just always put it in like my drink, like just like space it out all day long. So like I would always be drinking liquid IV to like not be hungover, but now I just do it to stay hydrated. It's the best for being on a plane. I always have a stick with me so that I can drink it on a plane when you're working out. So instead of like all the sugary drinks that you can get from the store, liquid IV is so much better. It's just like... It's one of my favorite products in the whole world. And I always have it stocked in my house. So I just love that it's one of my sponsors. So one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. And there's 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep you hydrated. Um, My favorite is the passion fruit by far, by far the passion fruit. Then I feel like I like tropical punch. That's like my second favorite and then strawberry. But like, honestly, they're all so, so good. Um, so grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Stasi at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Stasi at liquidiv.com. Okay. So yeah. yeah, shall we get in to the stories? You guys, I think we're just going to do four today because there's only four that I really care about and it's my show. So what I say goes. Exactly. Boom. First one. Okay. Can I just tell you, I know you don't know a lot about this, but I, every night before I go to bed, I go on my TikTok and I go down my hole my Sophia Richie style icon, it girl changing the face of fashion whole. And I'm, I, we're all calling it the social, uh, the Sophia Richie effect. 
Okay. Yes. Because now all of a sudden everyone is into, um, I refuse actually to say quiet luxury. She, she is not quiet luxury. Okay. You guys, she literally wears labels. We see Chanel labels all over her yes. clothes. She is, she's flashy while being understated. She is not quiet luxury. She is no. chic as fuck. Okay. She is a little more conservative. She is granny chic as fuck. Okay, so you can call her Coastal all those things. Grandma vibes. Yes, she has she has that, but like she's not quiet luxury. Let's not confuse right. the two. All right. But that is like where every so everyone is going to cop like everyone right now is copying Sophia Richie. And I have really I am concerned about this. And I think you should be too. Because you and I have been granny chic for forever. forever forever i'm literally no since i moved to new york city definitely not in college i went through a lot of different phases in college as did you miss club lady 100 percent yes yes. um bodycon dresses mini dresses in my early 20s until i die okay yeah i would say around like you know the start of vanderpump rules i started turning into granny chic and i need to go back on like my 2014 watch what happens live where i Someone called in and said, why do you look the way that you look right now or something? And I was like, um, I've always like, I love being granny chic. So what? Okay. So that is proof. That is proof that yes. this has been like 10 years. You got to find years. that clip. I'd have to find that clip. Okay. 10 years. What I don't like about this is now it's trendy. Taylor, it is trendy oh. to dress granny chic. It's trendy to dress a little more conservative, a little more understated, modest, classy, um, timeless, like that, that classic look. Now everyone is going after to the point that Kylie Jenner, she is Whoa. in Paris right now. Every one of her outfits. First no. of all, chef's kiss. They're fucking amazing. Like, Wait, I'm like I got to Google. I have to see it. I Kylie mean, Jenner she Paris. looks like a classic queen. But like people all over TikTok and all in the comment section on like Instagram and stuff are like, okay, so Sophia Richie isn't just affecting all of us. Like she's affecting you. Okay. Like remember when the Kardashians used to set trends and now they're following them. Like all of this like savage shit. People oh, five are hours ago. Oh my God. Minimalist Paris wardrobe is just surprisingly wearable. Oh my God, she's wearing a dress of the dreams. I know, she looks this so... This black one, and it's like, it's below the knee, and it's got, <sighs> it's voluminous, and it's got pockets. It's so good. <laughs> like, everything about it is so... She can't so... dress like this. This is no. not okay. This Thank is not you. fair. Thank you. That's how I feel. I'm like, you leave this style to us. Kylie, you don't, this is not you. You don't want, want to dress like she this. Can you? so good. No, she looks amazing. She like, looks like she's in Pretty Woman. No, like, like it's ridiculous how amazing. Nineties fucking rich chicness. I know. So this is the <sighs> thing, Taylor. If this become because this is now popular, because this look is now trendy. Do you know what's going to happen once it becomes yes. untrendy? We're going to look <gasps> like we're behind on the trends. Like we're we're completely off trend because it will have been trendy. So what the fuck do we do about our fuck. our tried and true styles? This is a disaster. It is a disaster. Well, I was thinking, what are we going to do? And it's a little bit different with you because you have like a model body. But like, what oh my am God, I going to do? so nice. When First like, of all, the whole thing is like... You're about to have a model body. <laughs> no shit, bitch. <laughs> but I'm like... Well, if all the models are dressing conservatively, then what did the conservative girls get to dress like? Like now I'm going to look frumpy in my frumpy clothes before I look chic and classic and special. But now I'm just going to look like not. Special. No, we're just going to look like, like everybody else. Models and this should is- be naked. That's because they can only wear like this is what I fight about with Tay. OK, so my Tay has been ganking my style, which don't even get me started. But I said to her, it's not nice and it's not fair. And she said, why? And I said, so. You have legs like you can wear short skirts and short shorts and like skinny, skinny pants, like a uh, like a cigarette pant or like whatever. Like the options are endless. If you want to wear a short dress, you can wear a short dress. Like 
I'm over here with these crazy knees and these calves for days and this fucking cellulite. I need, it's, it's protection for the public's eyes. I have to cover from mid calf up. It's not an option. So that's the thing. Like my nephew was like, auntie, why do you always wear long things? Cause I'm going to drown you in the pool. Once your parents finish making the pool kid, like what? Stop coming for me. But like, it makes me crazy. So like, when Tay's like, I want to wear a flowy pant. I'm like, no, because that, so if she steals flowy pants and, and matching tops, then we look like we're in the same outfit and then she's going to wear better because she's a model body. And then I'm like, but I can only wear wide leg pants. You can wear so many other pants. Leave the wide leg pants to the wide leg girls. Okay, I see what your issue with everything is now. Okay, we have completely okay. different issues with it. All right, no, but that that is fair. That's absolutely fair. And I hadn't thought about it like that. And great. Thank you for adding another layer of stress <laughs> to this situation. <laughs> my, my main concern is that anything that becomes really trendy, so trendy, the way that like right. this type of style is right now, then becomes completely out of style. And so when okay. we're left with it being out of style, but it still is our style, we're just going right. to look like over the hill, like can't get with the times, bitches. Right. Like, live, like welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks. Like, yes. right? here's the thing. Because like, you know, those moms that always wore juicy velour sweatpants suits and then uh -huh. like they went out of oh. style and they're yes. still wearing them. And then like, they still wear them. That That's going to be us. That's no, why I don't like this. And I so now, you know what? I, I was like, no, I was so into Sophia Richie and I was so into this style and, and having like a little a moment and now I'm pissed. I think because it is classic and classic is classic. Classic can never be trendy. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's the only hope in hell we have is that when the trendies stop thinking classic is trendy, we, we shall reign supreme. Okay. And showing the world that classic is indeed classic. Okay. All right. No, I really love your like glass half full approach to this. Thank you. I have to try. Right now, um, I needed that because okay. it's been stressing me out because that is our identity in terms right, of but, style. And I can't change that about myself. Style, but while it's in style, it's annoying as fuck because mm -hmm. now we have to compete. It is. Yeah. Now we just look like everybody else. We look like everybody else. We got to hang in there, kid. I mean, can you believe, can you believe though, that Kylie Jenner is just like, no shame, no shame right now. Like, just like, miss? you know what? Normally she does set, set her own trends and stuff like that. And I will say she is in a, I am, she is in her, like, this is the best I've ever seen her in terms of clothes and wardrobe. Like over the past six months or so, I'm like impressed by everything she steps out in. Like, damn girl, you look so good. And I bet you she was already on the like um this this like classic style train before Sophia oh. Richie had her moment and she's probably just like really pissed that Sophia just blew up and now everyone thinks Kylie's copying off of Sophia. Literally she looks so fucking good though. I mean yeah. I'm dying for everything she's wearing. I know. Like perfect. Like that's what I wanted to look like in Paris. That's exactly what I wanted to look like. Yep. I know. Okay. I know. I'm trying to like now that my clothes fit me again, because like I'm going down enough that like old clothes fit me and I've always been classic and like I put on a pair of pants the other day and I'm like, I'm going to be like just cream vibes. I actually think I'm going to lean back into black for summer again. Oh, that's fun. Which I really haven't done in a long time, but it's well, so, so chic. Will you walk me through why? Because it's just like hot as fuck. Black is hot, right? Yeah. It's like I always get really hot. I can I can't explain it. There's something that just hit. I it, like, it's really like more of like an emotional feeling when it comes to my fashions than like oh. a, a head feeling, you know. Okay. But your black linen blazer really got, got me back into summer Oh my blacks. God. Did I just like inspire you? You did queen. And I got I one from Zara. Even... I will post on my Instagram. I will okay. do an in-feed post with a story okay. link. You know what I actually uh, think I'm going to start doing? I, okay, tell me what you think about this. And maybe now's the worst time to do it because now everyone's going to be fucking doing it and crushing it and I'm not even special anymore. But I'm like, I'm now that I'm like losing weight and just feeling better and like clothes are fitting me the way, like I spent so many years dressing to hide myself and I feel like uh -huh. I'm finally getting to like dress the way like I can style myself again. I'm like so happy. But I was like, I think I'm going to start really leaning heavily back into the fashion stuff that I did. I think you absolutely should. You should do get ready with me's where you just like film yourself trying to pick out your outfit and like 
grown women's and like just try and you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, wait, this isn't working. Let me try this belt or whatever. Like I love watching those on TikTok and on reels. Like I, it, it could be the most boring video and the person Literally. like could not even be telling a story. They could just be silent the whole entire time. And I love watching someone go through the process. And I think that, listen, you are representing a certain age bracket. And Thank we you. need more people like you to You're in right. that age bracket. You should be doing videos like that. I fully support. You know what? I will send you daily reminders to like okay. light a fire under your ass. the fuck back in because I miss it. And then like I can do like a, I just recently started following this woman and I can't remember her name and I'm sorry because this would be a very nice thing to do for, to thank you for your um, charity that you do on mm-hmm. Instagram with your fashions. But I'm obsessed with her. She's 51. She has the sickest fashion. She's like very like androgynous. Like um, she wears like very baggy pants and baggy tops, but like she's fuck, she's funky and chic. I'm obsessed. And mm-hmm. I started following her and she does like a lot of like um fashion with like um, I don't know, like daily affirmations, which sounds horrible and annoying, but it works for that her. That does sound annoying as fuck. <laughs> and she does she like had all those highlights because I was like, God, I want her glasses. God, I want those pants. And you just go to her little highlights and it's like all just there safe for you. I literally I was this many days old when I discovered that you could like do that. So I'm gonna lean the fuck in. Get ready, baby. I just, really think you should. I, I think your followers will double. Double okay. dare I say yes. triple. Lean say in. it. Okay, next story. Um, According to John Stamos, he was just on a podcast talking about shit. um, Ryan Gosling is a Disney adult and he often goes to Disney by himself. (gasps) As if I couldn't love (laughs) Ryan Gosling any fucking more. Like, are you kidding? So apparently like seven years ago, John Samos was at a party. Ryan Gosling was there. And um, John Samos was at a point in his life where he's like, I should like, because he's a Disney adult. He's like, I should probably tone this down. I don't know why he was saying he should tone this down. Maybe he was just like really obnoxious about it. Who knows? And then Ryan Gosling came up to him and was like, wait, you are really into Disney, right? He's like, yeah, I'm a Disney adult. Like I will literally go there by myself. I'll just go put in headphones. I have like a full playlist. Uh, he said the word mixtape, which I thought was weird, whatever. <laughs> and he'll wow. just ride the rides. I mean, okay. you know, my knee-jerk reaction is like, who? Zahar. <laughs> but I'm but. a Disney, I'm a mild Disney adult. Like, I'm not like, I know. I'm not obsessed. I don't know all the tricks, but Stop. I fucking love Disney. And I, I like, I'm on Disney TikTok. I like, I, I'm like my best self when I'm there. <laughs> so here's the thing. I used to think Disney adults were freaks of this earth, like freaks of nature. Get out, get away from me. I'm scared of you. And then I realized that so many people, my actual favorite people in the world are Disney adults. Oh my you God. Bo, really? My wife. Yes. She doesn't get to go a lot because we don't live in California or Florida, but she dies for Disney. My sister and brother-in-law, they yes. die for Disney. Amazing people. So my friend Mackenzie, amazing people die for Disney. Mackenzie's like so smart. So it's like, so are you and Bo just, I wasn't leaving you guys out. But like, I'm like, wow, smart, successful, cool, wonderful people love Disney. So I feel like it's just like the Disney adult term has a very bad like stereotype with it, but it's not true. Every person I can think of that loves Disney is actually amazing. And I recently found out from one of my many Disney adult friends that they sometimes microdose on shrooms or they take like gummies when they go. And then I was like, I get it. Oh I yeah, that would, be, so that would be So Ryan Gosling, he is microdosing shrooms, baby. Totally is. Listening to his music and I would love to go and uh, I'd love to partake. Uh, this is the thing. This is what makes Disney so great. And John Stamos actually put it perfectly in this little interview. He's like, when you enter those gates, <laughs> the rest of the world melts away. He's like, and it is just, it's, anything can happen. And it's just like literally all the stresses of life, all the bad things that are happening, like they go away. And like, you can literally just spend the day in joy in in just like in childlike, innocent joy. And like, that's just yep. what's so magical. And I feel like Disney adults are basically like, it, it's, I feel like the way that people are like, oh, it's basic to like this. It's basic to like that. And I've always said, especially, you know, when I talked about this in my first book, like 
everyone who says something's basic, it's be- it's because it's like something that's popular. You know what I mean? There because yes. like a lot of people like it. It's mainstream. But there's a reason why it's popular because it feels good. And there's nothing right. cooler, in my opinion, than just like being passionate about something and just fully embracing something that you're into and that you like Amen. because it it feels good. And people who like make fun of other people for that are fucking those are fucking losers. Those are the losers. <clears throat> you know, I spent my Teenage years and like a like 20s being trying to be like different, right? Mm -hmm. So like all my friends love boy bands. I was like, (laughs) I like the disco biscuits, which by the way, like I can't name one fucking song. They're a lie. Okay. I'm fraudulent. (laughs) So it's bullshit. I was a poser. I was a hippie poser. And that's not cool. Right. Like, so I just feel like I was always anti being a fangirl. And then I feel like through you. Again, through my Tay, through Claudia, I was like, wait, all my friends are fangirls and that's fucking cool. Oh, Being no. a fangirl is cool you now. Froze. So I am no longer did I like of the cohort of like different is better. I mean, I still love Dave Matthews. Do not get a bitch wrong. But like at the end of the day, I just feel like like the Taylor Swift of it all. I used to be very like <laughs> Taylor Swift. And now I feel myself rapidly going down the rabbit hole of like Taylor Swift fandom. And I'm here for it. Like I'm here for it. Okay. Let me just say for a second, the last 30 seconds, you froze entirely. <laughs> As did you, which is why I monologued because I'm a goddamn professional. Thank you. Then you know what? We don't even need to edit that out. We don't even need to talk because we have a quick turnaround on this episode. <laughs> But like you keep freezing and it's freaking me out. And it's freaking me out too. And I'm looking at my Wi-Fi and it's my wife's fault and it's her boss's fault because he's here. And it should be good. Let's just make it quick. Let's just make it quick. Okay. So Disney adults are the coolest. And now we have our king. You know, we've crowned, I'm crowning Ryan Gosling our king. Yes. That's, that's it. I have been on a hair journey for over a year now. And part of that is taking seriously the products that I put in my hair, whether it's like to style it or shampoo and conditioner. And y'all, I have become so obsessed with whey products. I always knew about whey products for a while and I had a couple that I would use, but it wasn't until this year that I got like the whole line of everything and just committed to whey products. And my hair is so healthy and so freaking shiny and it smells so good. I always looked at um, whey as being like the cool girls, like shampoo, conditioner and all that because it's Jen Atkin and like she's just cool as shit so like I don't know it feels like a trendy thing to do for my hair but I am obsessed I've become so obsessed with the detox shampoo it's just a really hardcore shampoo that like resets especially when I'm like on tour and I'm constantly putting products in my hair I bring it with me like I put the detox shampoo in like one of those little bottles that you can travel with and I use it 24-7 and my ultimate favorite whey product you have to get this if you're gonna get one thing get this the leave-in conditioner you guys I don't know if you have tangly hair don't we all have tangly hair I do so I always use it when I get out of the shower But this is also why I love it. Not only does it make my hair feel so shiny and smooth, it smells ridiculous. The smell is so good. It will change your life. You have to get it. So get on your way to healthier hair one day at a time with shampoos and conditioners that are just your type. Go to theway.com and use code Stasi for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code Stasi. Okay, so sorry that was choppy as fuck. Um, it's choppy as fuck because a fire is happening in New Jersey right now. And so yeah. Yeah. so you are like, your Wi-Fi is all fucked. So if you're watching this on Patreon, I'm sorry, you could only watch the first half an hour. Right now, yes. we're just like talking to each other on the phone and recording via the phone. So yeah. it is... Yep. <laughs> It's hard out here. It's my fault for living in New Jersey. What can I say? One more, (laughs) one more strike against Jersey. Fuck. Okay. Well, we don't have that much left. Only like, you know, 25 minutes or whatever of stuff. Um, I did want to say something though about John Stamos in this same this same interview that he did where he talked yes. about Ryan Gosling being a D- Disney adult. He was talking about the Olsen twins. And did you read this? No, tell me what he said. So he was talking about how 
he I, he must have been asked like, is he still in touch with the Olsen twins or something like that? And it his answer was very like thirsty and cringe in my opinion he was like you know when we came back with fuller house i was actually like you know angry that they didn't want to come back but you know bob saget's death like brought us together and you know like they showed up with um i think it was like a frozen chicken dish or something i don't know he was very specific about their like frozen like meal that they showed up with and how they've reconnected and now they're closer but i what stuck out to me about this was like John Stamos, what right do you have to get angry at the like, I'm pretty sure billionaires, (laughs) wildly successful fashion designing duo, the Olsen twins for not wanting to come back for your shitty Fuller House show? Like where, where, like it's there, first of all, like it's, it's their prerogative and they're right. Right. If they don't want to come back for a, a reboot show, they don't have to. You have zero right to get angry at them for that. I thought it was so weird. And also their instincts are right because the show was fucking shit. I mean, listen, Full House was always like bad, but good bad. The reboot was just goddamn terrible. So, but it's like they don't, in fact. they don't owe the cast anything. No. They don't owe John Stamos anything. Like they don't, they haven't acted in like, I feel like 15 years. They don't want to be doing that. That's not their life. Like I, it, it was just such like a, a telling personality like character you know what flaw on john stamos yeah i think he is a little bit like i mean he's i I think he's like very narcissistic and kind of a dick and here's how i know i was watching i think it was this past year i was watching i forget who but it was like abc nbc's coverage of new year's eve Uh uh-huh and they cut to John Stamos and he was doing like a remote with his oh, wife. I was watching that. I watched yep. that. Yeah. And his kid and the wife I went down kind of like what just happened now. And the way he lost his shit, he was like fucking unraveling. And he was like getting mad at his wife for not like being able to like pick up like where the tech went down. But it was like, she's just here because you're here, John. Like you carried the show. You're the fucking professional. And he was just like losing his mind. And I was like, he's going to fucking yell at her all night long. He's going to fucking fight with her after this. I could just tell that he was like so frustrated and was taking it out on her. And I just, I just saw a side to him that I was like, John fucking Stamos. Okay. You know what? Two red flags, two very telling things. You know, I mean, I just feel like I I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. Like it's just something to me, it was just such an incredible insight into his personality that like he would get angry at two of the most successful fashion designers who are notoriously private and don't want to be in the spotlight anymore and don't want to act like get angry at them for not wanting to join their shitty reboot. Like that is so fucking weird and cringy to me. It's so narcissistic. Yes. Like I feel the same way. Like when people have asked me, like, would you want to like go back to Vanderpump Rules or would you want to do like some whatever when you want to do something with someone with some of your cast members? And I'm like, I'm not I don't think (laughs) I don't think I'm like, that would be like the other people don't have a right to get mad at me. Right. The other cast members don't have a right to get mad at me. Like I'm choosing What's, What's best, best for you, me, and like my family, and like you? Who do you think? I don't owe anyone anything. Like nope. I nope. can choose that without someone getting angry at me for choose. It's we all have a right to choose our own paths. Okay, you know it's so funny, and like I even was just having a discussion about something today with one of my co-hosts for the Taylor Shucker Show, and I'm very like, if you leave, I will never be mad. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to create an environment where like creatively, like my co-host can do whatever they want. If they want to leave, that's fine. If they need to take a sabbatical, that's fine. If you know, like that, like I have, I had a, um, a co-host who was a comedian. She left and now she's like, Oh, I miss it. Can I come back here and there? Absolutely. I just feel like, yeah, like in this world, you cannot control anything anybody else does. You can only control yourself. So I like, I just, I am so adamantly against like this concept of like people being beholden to other people. I do yes. not like it. No, I'm with you. I am with you. And I always try to create that space because like even, I don't know, I, I guess like when I worked at Sirius, like I felt very like, 
they wanted everything in the world from me, but never wanted to really give anything back. And I'm like, listen, if you want to pay me good jingles of dollars, like the biggest, like invisible amount of money in the world, and you want to own me, I, I have a price tag. You can own my ass, but it's going to cost you. But if you don't want to pay me a lot, yeah. you don't, how come you get to fire me and then I can't work in this industry for a year? What the yeah. fuck is that? Totally. So no. I hate that. I hate that for my that- core. I hate that too. And I also, I, I, when I would just reference Vanderpump Rules or, or working with my old cast member, I felt like that was kind of crisp, cryptic. Just like FYI, no one, had, like I've not been formally asked to come back to Vanderpump yes. Rules. So like yes. that's, I was just saying hypothetically, thinking hypothetically about, speaking. thinking about things. If I, if I had, if I were asked and if I said no, I have the right to do that without other cast members getting right. angry. This scenario did not happen. This is a hypothetical <laughs> Okay. I just felt like I needed to clarify before people been like, she was asked back to Vanderpump Rules and she said no. And now our cast members are mad at her. Like I, that didn't happen. <laughs> you guys, that didn't happen. Okay. Um, fuck John Stamos. That's how I feel about that. Um, yep. Okay. Next story, Kim Zolciak and Croy divorcing. We haven't really talked about this, but like it's everywhere. And let me just say like, as of right now, okay. So all of the articles are saying that they have been divorcing over like their financial woes. Like the fact that their house, their Georgia mansion is going, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's in foreclosure. They have $1 million unpaid tax debt to the IRS, which like, I don't understand. Like when you are making the amount of money that they're making, you get a business manager. It's like one of the first things you do so that like that doesn't happen. I will never understand people who are like, I know what Bravo reality stars make. And I know like that she was on for like 12, 13 years. So like, how did she not have a business manager? Like you, that is so fucking weird to me. That is just, it it, it is, it's like monstrous. (laughs) Like I don't like, what would it like? It's like, it's wild. So like, wait, you were just doing that yourself. Like, how do you, I don't know. Just like I would imagine she's making like good money or she was at Bravo. Right. And so but she has a spending problem. She has a spending problem. Like even if she's making good money, she's still but like the way she would chop her. She had this guy on the show before she ended up with Croy and she would call him Big Papa and she would go like this. Thank you, Big Papa. And he would like buy her like fucking crazy like diamond bracelets. And like he was like rich, rich. So I think she got used to being rich, rich. Uh huh. And she continued that lifestyle, even though she was doing well, she wasn't doing like crazy well compared to him. And I think that she just kept spending as if she was. I think she lived way beyond her means. Okay. Well, that would kind of make sense because Croy right now is saying Kim has a gambling addiction also and (gasps) needs psych evaluation. And she is saying she is asking the court to drug test Croy because he has a marijuana addiction. So dirty. Oh my God. Marijuana. That's ridiculous. it's It's so lame. I know. But this is the thing. Like, I don't like... This has become so dirty and there are so, so many details that are all that are out there. I feel like daily I'm like seeing something about <laughs> about their divorce and I, I I but at the same time I still know nothing. Okay. If that makes any sense. I I feel the exact same way. I have so much from the past though. I feel like I can grasp from the past. But like the the present day I'm like I'm just so confused because they kind of seem like such a great couple. That's what I felt like. So I'm weirdly like not invested yet very sad that they didn't make it because I'm like, I really thought if anybody could make it, it'd be them. You you are literally, that is exactly how I feel. Especially I didn't even watch their show. Like I would catch it sometimes like same at a hotel. You know what I mean? Like I, so like I know enough to where I'm like, oh, they're like a really solid, cute, good couple. Like, yes. you know, they're they're kind of wild and crazy. Like, they're not like really like my vibe, but like, right. I, but I like them together. Here's the thing. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, okay? And as somebody who is, takes one to no one. So I can speak from personal experience. <laughs> I just feel like the way I watched it go down with her over the years when she was on uh, Housewives of Atlanta, she's just very vicious and very selfish. So I feel like when times are good, she's the fucking best and she's very fun. I used to have a friend that reminds me a lot of her personality wise. Mm -hmm. And this girl, she's a goddamn good time, but good God, protect your soul. If she ever like has a problem with you, she'll, she'll go, she'll go to the ends of the earth to get whatever done she needs done. And I feel like that's Kim. So I actually think that Croy is 
He's a lot younger than Kim. Mm-hmm. I think he was one of her very her for his first like real real relationships. She's been married a handful of times before Croy, and I just kind of feel like I could see him getting sucked into her kind of like um, intoxicating vortex, mm-hmm. but then it being like so toxic on the yeah. other end and now he's like whoa 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 I was young I got sucked into the good stuff now I'm on the back end but I feel like she's playing dirty because that's how she does but he's playing dirty back because he's like taught it from her like I think that she is starting the dirty shit and he's just like matching it I don't think that's his character but now it's like survival so he has to do it um I, I mean but that is like so dark he adopted her children I know. The, so the, this is her children's father. And and I, I don't understand when people play dirty like this, when there are like children involved. Like what? Like why? So, like, I like, especially if there's, it, it seems like there hasn't been any cheating. There's been no I betrayal, know. like nothing like salacious. We, and, and, I think we would know. Don't you feel like we would know? We would know. She'd put it out there. She would want everyone to know that she was cheated on. Um, I think that, well, so she adopted her children, but they also had children biologically yes. together, right? So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So not only is this guy a great guy adopts her children, but then it's like they have their own children. And yeah, like why she want to drag him through the mud? But that's my point. That's so Kim. That's uh-huh. Kim like season one and two. Like she's selfish. Like it's all about Kim. So she's not even thinking about the kids. She's thinking about herself. I think. I, I think. That. I know. I- and and then I think he's firing shots back because it's like, well, now we're in the mud together. So fuck it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I blame her more than I blame him. But I'm still so confused as to what happened. Although, tell me what you think about this. Financial um, infidelity is kind of a real thing. And uh, I like... Okay. Cheating is cheating, but like financial infidelity, like I had a relationship. Will but you I won't explain... Go- the what financial infidelity is so when like you're in a relationship and somebody like for example like i've actually had some financial infidelity in past relationships more than once in different ways so like there was one person i was in a relationship with where they were in charge of the finances kind of like they were like the breadwinner so like they were paying the rent and stuff but like there were some things that i found out about that were going on with the finances when i entrusted this person to be in charge and then they were like using that trust I had to like kind of pull punches behind my back. And I started to realize like, oh, so you're in charge of the money, but like you're not doing things to my benefit. You're doing them to your benefit. And it felt like a complete, it felt like cheating. It felt like a betrayal. Like, wow. So I can't fucking trust you anymore. Like that's a terrible feeling. Right. And I was in another relationship where, but like I had a boyfriend and he, um, was gambling and I had no idea, but he was gambling behind my back. And then he would like ask me to borrow money, which I was like, ill gross, but like whatever. And so I'd like started to bar- let him borrow money. And then when I found out he was gambling, it felt again, like behind my back, cheating a lie, a betrayal. So that it can come in different shapes and sizes and forms. Or like, let's say that you're with somebody and they have crazy credit card debt and you have no idea. Right. You're right. You know, you are making so much sense right now. That probably is what deteriorated their marriage. There's something there. The financy things, yeah. there's something there. That's yeah. what this is about. You're so right. I've never really thought about it like that. It's financial um, cheating. Betrayal. It is. But, it's real. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's a sad day for Kim Zolciak and Croy. I'm sorry. I know. But I know. It will stay tuned. Okay. Now for the final story... Tay, you are going to yeah. explain to me because that you think that this is something we should talk about. I don't really know a lot about it. Yeah. Yes. Educate me. Okay. So I have no Wi-Fi. So this is coming off the dome piece. Okay. But luckily, I, I, I think I absorbed it enough that I can accurately portray what's going on. But like, if I don't have all the details or quotes, that's why. Okay. Okay. So the summer house, summer house season seven just wrapped and now they're onto the uh, reunion. So part one of the reunion, I'm not sure if they get three or two, but whatever. So part one aired, I did not see it, but now there's all these stories coming out about a fight that Paige DeSorbo, who I love and adore, got into with Lindsay Hubbard, who's like an OG cast member forever and ever, where Paige accused... Um, And I say accused, but I fucking believe it because Paige is just a straight shooter. She doesn't make shit up. But Paige accused Lindsay Hubbard of throwing a shoe at a producer during filming. That's specific. Very specific. And Lindsay is now on social after that one aired adamantly dying. Lindsay was probably hoping it wouldn't even make it to air because, you know, 
as somebody who does reunions, like there's how many hours of footage and how much actually makes it to the air. So you might hold your breath until it actually airs, right? Correct. Yes, that is that is correct. So the reason why I want to do this story is because especially having you have like all this experience on reality television and like what comes out versus what shot and what comes out in the reunion. I, because so here's the thing. I 1000% in my opinion, believe that this accusation is true. Mm -hmm. Um, From what, from watching Summer House in season one, from having met Lindsay here and there. And it's not that I think Lindsay throws shoes at everybody. What I think is, I think Lindsay has two speeds. Very, very nice or kind of like grumpy and difficult. And mm-hmm. I say that from personal experience. I've witnessed both sides of it. I've been in rooms with her before where she's been crazy over the top, nice hugging pictures. So sweet. And then other times where I'm like, oh, she's in a mood. I'm going to avoid her. Mm-hmm. So having seen that and then having enough friends on the show on Summer House, you know, she had stuff with Steven. She had stuff with Hannah that, you know, like we saw them fight about at one of the reunions. I just think that Lindsay, we were talking about accountability earlier in the show. And I think Lindsay's somebody who struggles with accountability. Again, this is my point of view. More about from watching the show than necessarily like knowing her personally. I want to be very clear on that. This is an opinion in my, you know, opinion. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like... um, what, so what I'm really trying to get at, so I think she probably did do some version of it. And I think she's like, because she's concerned with image and whatever, she's like refusing to take accountability for it. And of course, now she's doubling down being like, I'm so nice to all of the, you know, the fans. And I think it was Sierra or Paige brought up on the reunion. Again, wild that they showed this on the reunion. They were like, give me a break. Like you even got, you got like scolded. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but like Andy had to scold you for mistreating one of his staff members at BravoCon. So like this is Ooh. like... You have a history of like not being nice to fans, not being nice to cast members, not being nice to people that like work quote unquote under you. And then you mistreated somebody in production and like, it's not cool. And this is bullshit that you can't own it kind of a thing. And so what it made me think about was like, why are there certain characters? And we've talked about this before with Sandoval too. He's finally getting his comeuppance. But why are there some people on reality TV shows that it's not the heroes edit, but like just this dirty, like shit they do behind the scenes that really speaks to their character never ever makes it to air. Taylor, I have wondered this for so long, how this works, because I do want to be very clear because, you know, that whole, you know, back in, I think 2020 or maybe it was 2019. I feel like it was 2020 when one of the editors of Vanderpump Rules did a podcast and like that blew up and she talked about how me and Bo got a hero had a hero's edit. That's technically, technically what a hero edit is, is that you have to be in every episode. It's like, so like include us no matter what, like make sure that Stassi and Bo are in this episode, no matter what. Oh, so Um, it means good or bad, whether you're playing the protagonist or antagonist, you're in every single episode. That's the hero's edit. Yeah. Got it. So, but like, yes, there is this like, um, because First of all, I've never been edited like a hero. Okay. Otherwise, all my dark passenger moments would be out of there. Like all my asshole moments, all my embarrassing asshole moments would be out of there. So like no right. one can come and be like, Stassi got a hero edit. Never have I been like the most likable. So shut up, everyone. <laughs> um, but like there are these people, there are these cast members that are like protected yeah. by Bravo or their production company. And I've never understood why. And I still don't have those answers. And I've like heard, and listen, every time I've been met Lindsay, I really like Lindsay. Just like yeah. I, I really love Paige. Like I, I've never had a bad experience with Lindsay. With so I can't right. really, I don't know anything like, but I have heard that, that she gets protected. I have like, I've been around enough Bravo people where like, I've like gathered that like, she's one of the protected ones. And I always felt like Sandoval was one of the protected ones. Um, I think it's, I wonder now I don't watch Summer House. So like, I don't know. You can, you can answer this. Does it feel like Lindsay is an integral part of this show? And for her to like have a fall from grace that would like hurt the show in a major way, because I always felt like Tom Sandoval was an integral part of our show. And that's why he was protected. He was a part of Tom, Tom. He like, he was still working with Lisa Vanderpump's businesses in such a, in such a tight way that he kept the group tied with Lisa. So I felt like that's why he was protected because if, if he wasn't, if he was an asshole, it would make Lisa look bad. And then we would all slowly like face him out. And then it's like, where do you go with a broken group? 
like that. So right. that's why I felt like he was protected. So Lindsay definitely brings conflict and drama through her dating life. I mean, she's like, and I, again, to be clear, she doesn't get a hero's at it. I mean, she fucking loses her goddamn shit every season. She definitely looks really bad in a lot of episodes. I don't know that she knows that, but I, as a viewer, know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just this idea of like, because you would think that if somebody threw a shoe at production, that would be like, oh my God, what, what a tantrum. What an amazing thing, storyline to follow. But is it also because it's production, so it breaks that fourth wall so it's kind of neither here nor or there. Is it because it's so bad? They don't right. want it to be like, because, you know, it's one thing to throw a shoe at your cast members. Like that's <laughs> right. like entertaining. But to throw a shoe at production, that's bad. Because right. I, there are a lot of cast members on Vanderpump Rules who treat production like shit. You would never know it. Right. You well, would that's... never know it. Because I feel like it yeah. is, it. once you find that out about somebody... There's That's no going like, back. There really isn't. That's like kind of like when you find out someone's mean to wait staff. Exactly. It's kind of like it's just such a character revealer. So I think that, you know, I, this is interesting. I feel like, um, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. I had something so good to say. What the fuck was I going to say? That um, sucks. The shoe. Oh, I know from like past conversations and this is not about Stassi specifically, okay? But like that there, yeah, that there are some things that people can do on a show that are so bad that if the audience found out, like they could never unsee that thing that that person did. So that's like, like you said, like throwing a shoe at production, like it's really, really bad. So like they can't even show it. But here's my real question. Paige says it on the reunion. Bravo and the producers say... Let it fucking it make it to air. That's a it's choice. Different. Yeah, it is a choice. That is a choice. Oh, it's just enough because it's somebody accusing. Like you're not seeing it. Half the people are going to believe Paige. Half the people are going to believe Lindsay. It, but it 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 creates fodder amongst all of us. It, it it it's something to talk about. It's juicy. You want you wonder whether it's true or not. But like it's not like seeing it where it's like oh it happened. It's there. Whoa, that's bad. I mean, I but, love that they kept it in because look, we're talking about too. it. Me too. That's like, if they hadn't put it in, I probably wouldn't be right now talking about the reunion. Cause I actually was watching the previews. Like, what are they going to talk about from the season? That's going to be like, and listen, Scandal has set the bar very high for drama and <laughs> scandal. Um, so that's not fair to the other shows, but I'm like, damn, I mean, even like Jersey, their season was like fine. It got really, really juicy at the end, but like now their reunion, it, it almost feels like a separate show. Like shit is going to fucking go down on Jersey. So I feel like maybe Bravo, I've been seeing Bravo do this more and more too. Like even with Atlanta, like Candy's always been what I would say is protected in my opinion as a viewer. Uh-huh. And now all of a sudden they're starting to show like fourth wall, like cameras down, but they're still mic'd up shit, like fighting with other castmates, calling Candy out, being like, she always refuses to talk about her life and I'm fucking sick of it and we're going to fucking do it now. Like, I feel like maybe, maybe Bravo's getting to a point where they're like, so all the people that once upon a time like got these like protections, maybe, you know what? Let's rip the gut. You know, Jen Shaw's in jail. Let's just rip off the goddamn Band-Aid and see where it goes. And now I wonder if all these people that know that there's castmates in production that knows these crazy things they've been doing if they're starting to shake in their boots. Oh, wow. That's a really great question. God, the Bravo world. Just like, it's a dark, dark place. It really (laughs) is. It's a scary place. (laughs) You never know. Um, Gosh. Yeah. I mean, I love that they're doing this because it's like... where can you go with 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 the same people being yes. the likable yes. ones every year? You know what I mean? I think it's more interesting to all of a sudden flip the switch and 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 no one like and, and even you know what? No one on Bravo is either just good or bad. Exactly. You know what I mean? Except yes. for Tom Sandoval. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Rachel. <laughs> Except for them. Like, you know, everyone has a little bit of bad. Everyone has a little bit of good. So like, you know, it should zigzag. We we should, you know, people should have bad seasons and good seasons. And we should forgive them for that when they do. You know what? Forgive Lindsay for throwing a shoe. We all, you know what? She might have been having a really bad day. Like... (laughs) Maybe she meant to throw the shoe at herself, but by mistake, it went forward instead of backwards. Totes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she was throwing it at Kyle and she just has really fucking bad aim. Now that one actually tracks. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. Thank you for that story, Tay. You're welcome. You're welcome. I try to, you know, I'm always trying to bring the, uh, the, the, 
the piercing questions of reality television. Thank you. Doing the work for the rest of us. Um, okay, you guys, we are about to go back on tour this weekend. Yes. We will be in San Diego and Denver. I'm not... There might be tickets available. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know. It might be sold out. It might not. I I lose track of which ones are sold out Me and too. which ones aren't. But like, maybe look it up and see if you're in that area. If if it is, um, it's a really fun time. Then we're going to be heading to the New Jersey and New York area, yep. and then Portland and Oakland before yep. we end in Los Angeles. So I, I'm like getting really sad about tour coming to an end. No, it's really bit. It's bittersweet, Taylor. It is. I know. Like, I feel you. I have felt so good being home with Hartford and like I've needed this. Like my soul is recharged. So like I'm excited to go back out again. But, but like I'm so aware that it's ending. I know. That's how I feel like it was so nice to be home. I'm like, oh my God, but it wasn't long enough. But like I'm excited to see you guys. But then also it's like, oh my God, it's going to be over. I'm sad. Yeah, I know. We got to soak this shit up. Baby. My yeah. God, child. Okay, Tay, I love you so much. Thank you. Um, you everyone go follow, follow Taylor because she needs some more followers to just like Hello. keep her safe in the 100,000 area. <laughs> At Taylor Strecker, you can listen to Thank her you. podcast, Taste of Taylor. You can go Thank to her you. Patreon, patreon.com slash Taylor Strecker, right? Thank you. Yes. You're so welcome. And you guys, if you could go and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, that would be Great. I'm sorry for any um audio glitchy things. I blame Taylor and it's fact my fault. Blame New me. Jersey. Blame <laughs> away. Blame away. I do every day. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>